Yo, what up? It's your boy Kenny B on the MIC, repping the two five four and the nine zero three. And as always, if you've been there before, y'all already know what it is. Y'all know the style. Y'all know the vibes. If you haven't, sit back, take a seat. Don't sweat the technique. This is another fire episode of Faith Over Fear. I'm your host, as always, doing the most. As always, I got to thank you guys for tapping in every single week, checking out those links every single week. Continue to tap in with me. I got some incredible interviews coming up. I got some in the past that are incredible as well. Talking about some of everything. I got some musicians. I got some therapists. I got some um, people that's going to talk about a little bit of love today. So we're going to get into some really good stuff. So I need you guys to tap in, check in with me. And it's on Facebook, on Instagram. Y'all can continue to see these links and continue to tap in these conversations. Let me know what you want to talk about. Let me know who you want to talk to, who you want to hear from, topics that you want to discuss. That way I can know and that way I can get the information to you. But as far as today, like I said, we're going to talk about a little bit of relationships. Uh, Valentine's Day just passed a, few, a week or two ago. A week or two ago. I was trying to get it out before then. Folks have Valentine's Day plans. You already know how they go. But I'm, I don't have that problem. I'm single. That's why I'm finna take notes, too. I'm finna get these notes and make sure I get it together. But um, we got two guests. This is the first time we've ever had two guests, so we're going to work it today. And the first guest has been here before. She kicked off my season. I'm in her house again. She had breakfast for me. Listen, the next time, I told her the next time I come in there, I'm going to have to have some food or some grocery money. I'm going to have to figure it out. Uh, we got Miss Monette Smith. She is a licensed professional counselor and founder of the Deep Roots Counseling. How are you doing, Miss Monette? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. You got to spread out for me. We I'm sipping on apple juice and eating right now. I'm feeling good. <laughs> so I uh, thank you for coming on. And I had to bring her back twice. So nice. I had to bring her twice. She like I said, she kicked off our season talking about. Uh, things as far as uh, depression and, and suicide and if you haven't checked out that episode go check out that episode she was really really good which is why I'm back here and not only am I back here with her I'm back here because she brought me a guest she hit me up she was like yo I got a guest who will be perfect she uh, specializes in relationships I am excited to have this conversation with her she's been really cordial every time i text her that she had a stranger text on her phone and she was never went off on me which is shocking for a black woman because they don't they don't take strange numbers coming on their phone across and then you just sit up here and act like you I know who you are who are you texting my phone y'all know how they go but anyway miss shantae hollins i have her in the building as well and she is a professional life coach, and she is the founder of Shantology Speaks. Let me say that. So I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit more and just let you let her know her credentials and how she gets down. Go on and talk to the people, ma'am. Hey, 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 everybody. I am Shantae Hollins, a.k.a. Shantology Speaks. Woo-hoo. And <laughs> just like mine. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's there we up? go. There we go. <laughs> I am in the business of growing and transforming lives. Come on now. So relationships is one of my fortes, one of my expertises. But I also help people that feel like they are stuck, just stuck in life, in all areas of life. And I have the formula to help you get unstuck. So we'll talk about that later. This is not the time or the place for that. Just want to say hey, hey, hey. And let's talk about some relationships today. 
Look, you didn't even do that on purpose. It come at you naturally. You see how that? You see the type of guests I got on here? I got people that's coming on here and can naturally just let it go like that. See, it's like a no look pass in basketball. She just threw that up, and we finna catch it and keep going. That's how it go. But like I said, thank you for being a part. Thank you for allowing me back in your home. Um, we finna get into it. We finna get into it. Um, we gonna talk about these relationships. Uh, like I said, Valentine's Day just passed. Um, both, I think both of you guys were together on a trip mm-hmm. doing y'all Valentine's Day thing. I'm single. I got to figure this out. But we're going to get into an icebreaker like we do every single episode. So I love origin stories. I love relationship origin stories. Who met who? Who met the first move? How did it work? I love it. So I guess I could throw it to you since you're the first one. Uh, this is your first time here. How did you meet your husband, Mel? We actually sang in a community choir together. Hold on. You can sing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. I just found my new best friend, and y'all don't understand. <laughs> I just had to hold on. Hold on. You didn't even say that. You can sing. So now we are really connecting on a whole different level. But I'm going to let you keep going. Go ahead. We met in a community choir. And so um, it's it's really kind of funny because we were associates before we even acknowledged each other as, as a potential mate. Mm-hmm. So um, if, it depends on who you ask how the story goes. But okay. we have a mutual friend. I'll, uh-huh. I'll keep this short. We have a mutual friend that um, kind of that connected us. Mm. We were trying to figure out interests and things like that. And just one day, he uh, we were preparing for an engagement. He asked me what I was wearing the next day uh, to church. I told him next morning he showed up just like me, and it's oh, just wow. been connected ever ever since. I need to meet your husband. I like that movie. Just hey, hey. I like that movie. What you wearing? I'm matching you. I'm, I'm catching your fly. And it wasn't a what you wearing like I want you to take it yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was sexy, a real sexy. smooth. It was a what, what you wearing. So you I can up. dress like you. Yep. That's real smooth. Yep. I like that. I like that. That's a good right there. Anyway, let me hear yours, Miss Monet. Well, we actually been through. Oh, wow. Listen, my new best friend. My new best friend. Posted a picture on Facebook when uh, we went to the cake bar. Was it for my birthday? Mm -hmm. Your birthday. For my Mm -hmm. birthday. And he was friends with her Mm -hmm. and asked, who is that? And I was, she was, I waved and I was like, hey, Tony. He's like, hey, Monet. And then he got with her and. She listen, numbers and that's listen, listen how this works. You're the connector. You're the what connector. You out here helping folks improve their lives. See? You out here hooking up relationships See? and linking people. And you can carry your note. I don't know what else to <laughs> say about you. I can do this stuff in my sleep. Listen, listen. That's an incredible, incredible story. Two incredible stories. Um, I love origin stories because they they take you back into, and most of them are like you just said, uh, Miss Shante. They they're two different versions. A mm-hmm. lot of times between the men and women, who stepped to who, who met who. But I am taking notes as far as like what you wearing. Let me match your fly. I love that. <laughs> that was absolutely incredible game right there but let's get into these topics just a little bit um i'm 31 
I'm single in these streets, not trying to be, that is not by choice, but I am doing a lot of work as far as podcasting and as far as trying to build the brand, but I would love to have somebody to share all of this with. I'm, I want somebody to, um, to be with exclusively, um, I date here and there, but at the same time, nothing is seeming to be working out. So what are some of the complaints? I'm 31, as I said, that you hear from people 35 or younger. Um, I can start with you this time, Miss Shante. Miss Shante? Oh, you I'm sorry. Miss Monet. <laughs> Monet, Shante, that wrong too. <laughs> uh, ooh, some of the complaints. Um, a lot of immaturity, mm. uh, such as men and or women are not, you know, mature enough. Um, a lot of uh, in-dealings with... Uh, Trauma or generational curses mm-hmm. from family, different family dynamics. Um, I can say that, or it's a situation where I mean, a lot of the times, like it even waiting for me, we're not ready. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting, and I say that because um, my parents ended up divorcing at twenty one mm-hmm. when I was twenty one, and for a long time. I did not want to date. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't, I didn't believe in the concept of love yeah. for years because yeah. my parents were together 20 something years. And when they ended up divorcing, I was like, oh, so this can all go away? Mm-hmm. This can all, like, be for not, like, you invest this much time and effort into a, a relationship and a marriage and it can end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I don't ever want that to happen. Yeah. So I pushed people away mm-hmm. I pushed people away and was like yeah I don't want it I don't need it and that generational curse as you said was in my head mm-hmm. and I had to grow to the point to where I was like okay now I'm ready to love again and try to believe in it again and I had to get to that point but at that point for about four or five years almost I was mm-hmm. like I don't want anything serious mm-hmm. if it's not casual I don't want to talk because I don't want it to end but you got to give yourself the opportunity to love. Right. Um, what are some of the complaints you hear, Miss Shantae? I got your name right that time. <laughs> Shantae Monet, it rhymes. Listen. And it's right. funny, my middle name, Shantae. See, I mean. So I was talking to you. There we go. I was talking to you. Miss um, Shantae, what are some of the complaints you hear? Not so much in these words, but the, the lack of authenticity and mm. the lack of um, truth as far as the direction. So what I mean is not being honest about what you want. Mm. If you're just seeking a booty call, then just say you're seeking a booty call. Mm. Don't present yourself as wanting to be in a relationship, relationship because that's what you think the person wants to hear. You know, you, you play these games. So a lot of game playing. A lot and, of game playing. Uh-huh. I hear that a lot. I thought this this was where we were going or... He or she presented himself or herself in this way, and it turned out to not be mm-hmm. true. A lot of game playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hear that quite a bit. I hear that um, there are no good people left, no good men left, <laughs> no no good women left, and you know that is there's what seven billion people in Come the world. On now. You know, there's a lot of good, a lot out of good there. out there. Yeah, but I do hear a, a lot of there's no good left, and I think people are they're blinded by generational curses, 
you talked about um, the examples that were set before you, right, you know, right. kind of blinded you. So I hear a lot in terms of people not being true. Right, right. Um, that no realness, authenticity, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. pretty mispronounced that word, but no realness out mm-hmm. there is something that's um, very, very real because when you when you present yourself in a certain way, the person that you're presenting it for expects you to live up to that standard. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, if you're honest up front, yeah, you might get shot down, mm-hmm. but if you don't get shot down, now you open up the possibility of something real. Right. Like, you can't let the fear of being shot down right. keep you from being real, because right. if that if that person, if you go to that person and be like, yo, I just want something casual, I'm seeing other people, I don't want this to be a real thing, then... If somebody's like, nah, I'm not looking for that. Okay, I'm on to the next one. And is that really being shot down? It's not even being shot down. It's really somebody being real and being like, yeah, I'm just not looking for that mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And then if the next person comes up and they like, yeah, that ain't for me either. Okay. That third person say, you know what? I'm not looking for nothing real either. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Let's just hang out, kick mm-hmm. it, do whatever we doing mm-hmm. and move on to the mm-hmm. next one. That's the realest relationship you can find. Right. The problem uh, ends up coming up is, as far as men, I can I can speak for us. We love to throw that card. Mm-hmm. I want I want to talk to somebody else. I, like I'm getting more men of they're not afraid to tell you I'm talking to other people. Mm-hmm. The problem comes in when the woman is talking to somebody mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. and they have multiple people, mm-hmm. and then it's all of a sudden she for the streets, mm-hmm. she's a hoe, this mm-hmm. and this and that. But at the same time. Women have the right to date and talk to multiple people just like men do. Like, ain't nothing... uh, What am I trying to say? Ain't nothing um, good about being with multiple different women than it is with women being with multiple Mm -hmm. different men. There's no difference in it. Mm -hmm. I feel like the stigma of being called... Women being called hoes and for the streets, like I said... Um, I, I tell all my friends that are girls this. If you're dating, date multiple people. I tell them this. Like, I know it's frowned up on, but you need to date multiple people until you find somebody that you actually want to be with, if that's what you want to do. You might not even want to do that. We're going to get into monogamy and everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little later in this conversation. But if that's what you want to do, until you find somebody that you want to do that with, date other people. It's so important for women because I feel like y'all are taught from, from a very early age, and I'm talking a lot, but y'all are taught from a very early age that, you know, save yourself for your husband. You're only supposed to date one at a time. Uh, you don't want to be looked at a certain type of way. You don't want to be looked at as fast or whatever. And it kind of alters the way of dating. Am I tripping or, or, or am I right? It's, it's, that's just your perspective. I right. wouldn't say that you're tripping. That's your perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should date with the purpose. And okay. So okay. If, if you are dating, I'm not saying you can't date multiple people. So I'm not contradicting right, right. what you said. But date with the purpose. Know what your pur- purpose is. If your purpose is to have a good time and you're dating multiple people, you're letting them know you're dating multiple people, fine. But if you're dating with the purpose to get married, Mm-hmm. then you need to be able to focus on one person relationships to even know whether that person and if that person is not 
the person, right? Then you move on to the next. So I don't think it's you tripping. I just think everybody has their own Ooh. their own version of what works for them. I told you I'm writing stuff down. Dating yeah, with take, the purpose. Take your oh, I got you. Date with the purpose. Date with the purpose. I'm writing. I got it. Date with the purpose. That is yeah. so important. I, I I feel like that happens a lot. Um, I just go to a celebrity as far as like Lori Harvey. She dates with the purpose. Mm-hmm. She knows who she wants. Mm-hmm. She dates who she wants. Mm-hmm. And people have something to say about it. But at the same time, she knows who she wants. She Ooh. knows she wants to exactly. date. And the fact that everybody has a problem with it, I almost feel like that means you're doing something right. Because yeah. like today's society, they're going to find something wrong with everything. everything. Um, yeah. Let's get into 35 and older. Um what are some of the complaints and issues that you feel like they have in dating life? Miss Monet. I would say my top one would be instability. Mm-hmm. Mm. Instability. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak on that because um, that can be from <laughs> a lot of them jobs or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not ready for a family uh, or if they are, it's multiple. Um, Instability of not really knowing what they want or have their vision focused. A lot of black women are independent. Mm-hmm. Very. And they're kind of at the thing, I can go with eight with you or I can go without you. Mm. Um, it's not a needed source, um, which is a whole other topic. Yeah. However, gender roles. I want to get into them too. <laughs> See, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but we're going to get into everything. And so I, I think instability, just in a nutshell, it's just not mm-hmm. being ready. Not being mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. Instability. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I'm taking, like I said, Should I'm taking. I'm taking a roll off that because I know she got something. <laughs> take it, take it. I, should, I don't, definitely instability, but I think when you, you hear people all the time say, at this age, he should X, Y, Z. She should X, Y, Z. And so those shoulda, coulda, wouldas get in the way. And when mm. you are 35 and older, you're thinking differently, you right. know, about um, life and relationships. If you want children and don't have any, you're thinking of yourself as a failure because I'm 35 I don't, and have, I don't have this, now. that, and the other, and I don't have, and I should. Right. According to whose whose rules exactly, and who we living exactly. by. Yeah. So I hear a lot, kind of like what Monet said, um, just instability, and I think it goes for. Um, 35 and older and 35 and younger. I, I don't even know that there's a there's a, an age limit to it. But when, like you say you're 31. Mm-hmm. People think you um, should have a certain status in life simply because you are in your 30s. 31. Right. And so you're not allowed to be just you right. because of your age. And so the complaints that I hear a lot is about what people think somebody else should have instead of just allowing them to be. Right. So, you know, they think if you are in your 30s, you shouldn't be living with your mom and daddy. Right. Or they think if you're in your 30s, you ought to be making at least this much this money. This much money. Or you should have this kind of job. So a lot of the complaints that I hear are associated with the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Right. Um, that's associated with age that yeah, to me absolutely. just are crazy. I felt that way for a long time. I think I was telling you um, before we actually kicked off this, this uh, episode, 
that I was looking for a purpose for a long time and I felt like I had turned 30. I was like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Why am I, what am I doing um, with my life? Like mm-hmm. that, that's how I felt. And um, God let me know that there's no timetable. That's right. Like that's you're right. going to get there, but you're going to get there when I say you're going to get right. there and on your own time and on that's your right. own way. Um, I think I heard Kurt Franklin was like, Sometimes God makes people wait because, you know, when your food, you can order something off fast food, but when you go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. you, it has to be made. Mm-hmm. It has to be specially mm-hmm. made. God is specially making you for the blessing mm-hmm. that he wants you to have. Mm-hmm. And um, I took that. I took it and ran with it. And I can absolutely see how that can happen in relationships because when you hit a certain age, you feel like you ought to be married. You ought to have the kids mm-hmm. and the house and the front yard and the dog. But at the same time, life doesn't come with a manuscript, y'all. That's right. Nothing does. Nothing so comes. Whatever you got to put together. And there right. are things you need to do in your singlehood mm. that will be more difficult or you won't be able to do as well in a relationship. Yeah. As a, as a married woman, mm-hmm. my family comes first. As passionate as I am about my, my job, and my business and all of that, my family comes first. Mm. So there are things that you can do in your singlehood. You can get up as a single person. You could get up this morning. You made this plan. You don't have to consider anybody else's schedule. Of course, hours, but you know what right, I'm saying. Right, right. You don't have to consider anybody, anybody else's schedule. You didn't have to worry about anybody but Kenneth. Right. I got up this morning, I have to make sure my husband has what he needs and he's taken care of. My daughter has what she needs and she's taken care of. I got to not answer to them because I'm free to do what I need to do. But I have people that I'm accountable for, that God holds me responsible for. Mm. I can't be out here willy-nilly doing whatever I want to do. I have a family that I have to consider. So whenever I'm making plans, when... Monet talked to me about my availability. I have to also check with the rest of my family to right, make right, sure right. there's no conflict there. Absolutely. So sometimes God has things before you that he needs you to do and he needs you to work toward mm-hmm. that would be hindered if you were in a relationship. Absolutely. That's uh, that's that's facts. Straight facts. Uh, family always comes first mm-hmm. as, as far as um, me and as far as anything that I'm doing. That's why this uh, episode is kind of past Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I hit my day up. She was like, yeah, we got plans. Yep, so, uh, mm-hmm. it ain't going to happen that day. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. I was like, so when, when's your next Valentine's She's like, can you get her on the 26th? I said, sure can. Mm-hmm. She was like, I got somebody for you. She can come too. I was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, that's um, very, very important as far as like creating those boundaries and what mm-hmm. comes first in your life and the things that you need to do as, as being single. What are some of those things that single people need to be doing out here in these streets? Healing themselves. Come on now. Getting themselves together. That's a lot that we don't do as singles is get ourselves prepared for whatever we're asking for. I dated wrong a long time. She knows. I dated wrong a long time. I was looking for somebody to come and fill all these holes and these gaps that life had left in me. It wasn't until I took the time to work on myself and allow God to fill those holes mm. that 
My husband came. Take ownership over your own happiness. Exactly. I've heard that before. Exactly. And I think uh, I watch Red Table Talk. So Jada was saying, if you expect somebody to come in and be your happiness, that's too much expectations for anybody. You cannot put that kind of pressure on anyone to be your happiness because that's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I was Mm -hmm. mind blown with it Mm because I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You are absolutely right because Mm -hmm. that gives, first of all, that gives somebody too much responsibility and it gives them too much power. That's right. Because if I'm only happy when you're here, Mm -mm. then then we have Mm -mm. a problem because when you're not here, I'm I'm in depressed. I'm not good. I'm not right. So you have to have to take ownership of your own happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get into couples. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about couples a little bit. What are some of the issues that some couples have married or just uh, together boyfriend and girlfriend? Um, I want to start with you, Miss Shante. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was thinking about this this morning. The biggest issue that I see with couples is they function for themselves. Mm. What I mean is what can he do for me? What can he should do for what can she do for me? What do I need from him? What do I need from her? It's 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 that I focus. I I I me me me. Right. If you switch that, relationships will be so much better. Mm-hmm. What does he need from me in order to thrive? That's how I treat my my marriage. What does my husband need from me? To thrive and to be who the God called him himself. to be, right. to grow, to mm. develop. What does he need from me? And so because I'm tapping into his needs, it encourages him and entices him to tap into mine. Come on now. That's real. Everything is me, 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 me. What can this job do, do for, for me? me? What can this person, this friend do for me? Right. What can that man, what can that woman do for me? Well, people, we're all fallible. Right. You know, we're all human. We all, you know, have good days, bad days, make mistakes, strengths, weaknesses, all of that. If you're focusing, it goes back to what you said about um, other people not making you happy. If right. you're looking for someone else to fulfill you, you're going to keep those holes, all, you all, know, all those gaps. All those gaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so, so important. One issue is the focus. Change mm-hmm. the focus from me, me, me to that other person. And then communication is huge. It's huge. It's huge. Change the focus. Change the focus. Not what he can do, he or she can do for me, but what can I do for them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting it on. What, what can you do for them? Mm-hmm. And communication. Mm-hmm. And Shantae, yeah. Monet. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can't talk what Shantae said. You know, one only other thing is like when you're trying to fill those voids and holes with couples, it leads you to a lot of unknown and fear. Mm-hmm. That's where it leads to mm-hmm. a, a lot of um, uh, going back to trust issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I'm filling voids with stepping outside my marriage because mm-hmm. this is little thing making me happy mm-hmm. or this little thing over here. And so now you got a bunch of pieces mm-hmm. you're trying to put together and, and to make a whole. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're depending on your wife or your husband or your partner to to fill those holes and make you happy. And the only person that can do that is you. So I'm going outside of whatever I'm in, my marriage, my relationship, to try to feel something that I can only feel. Listen, Mm -hmm. I'm 
here mm-hmm. for every single bit of this mm-hmm. because I've often wondered like why and like I said, we're going to get into monogamy and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature, but why so many people cheat? And I've always said, it's something within them. Mm-hmm. It's something within them. They don't have to be more beautiful or finer right. than you. They don't have to have more money, right. more successful. If that person is missing something within themselves, mm-hmm. they're going to try to find mm-hmm. it. And instead of looking within, they look to somebody mm-hmm. else. Maybe this person can do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person can do mm-hmm. it. No, you got to do it yourself. And now I don't have that expectation on my wife or my mm-hmm. husband or my partner anymore. They don't have that expectation to feel that I'm feeling it for myself. Mm-hmm. And now that burden is not on them. Mm-hmm. I am taking notes, people. Mm-hmm. When y'all listen to this episode, I hope y'all are mm-hmm. doing the same. These are facts and important things that need to be talked about. Need to be talked about more, 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 more often. Um, thoughts on online dating. <laughs> thoughts on online dating. I like your laugh. I'm gonna oh save you though. My God. I'm gonna save you though, Miss uh, Monet. Thoughts on online dating. Um, I can say in. <laughs> A lot of times it don't work. I've like to been there, tried that mm-hmm. before. You know, I was married. Um, it's a give or take. There's a lot of people being catfished. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I, I just saw a story on Facebook about somebody. <laughs> a friend of mine that just got like low key cat. He didn't get catfished. He was in DMs and actually went on a date with somebody. And then somebody, he, that person that they went on a date with had a second profile. Oh, and came and tried to do that's it wild. again. And I was like, yo, that's wild. Yeah. That's hilarious, but that is wild. You don't know what you're walking yourself into. That's right. And at the same time, I know that's what the world is coming to. Like, right. what's kind of up to date. Right. Um, however, you really don't know what you're getting yourself to. So, it's a scary, it's a scary unknown. Yeah. My uh okay, so my next question is it's the same question, but I feel like going into some like seeing somebody's profile on Facebook or whatever and going into the message and be like, Hey, I um I'm interested in you, I love what you've been posting, I mm-hmm. saw some pics or whatever, can we link up or whatever? I kinda feel like that's different than actually having a Tinder or a or a actually online dating app or whatever. Is there a difference in this situation or is it mostly the same? Well, what do you think, Shantae? I think there are some similarities okay. and some differences. differences. Okay. It, because like with Tinder and Plenty of Fish and whatever else is out there. Right, now, right, right. The idea is you're meeting someone specifically for dating. Right. Right. But just looking at somebody's social media, first of all, you have to have some sort of connection because, like, my my personal social media is private. Right, right. And so if you are a friend to be able to even see what I'm posting, we have some sort some of connection Some kind of friendship, relationship, whatever. With, okay, right. right. Um, so I, I think the similarities are the same. And, you know, I think, well... In that sense, you get to see more of the real, authentic person. Right. Because if you and I are Facebook friends, 
then I have some association with you. Right. And you get to see my daily, what I put up. What you post. With, with no intention of dating. Dating no or whatever. One, right. This is just my life. Right. The reason I say there are some similarities, and I know we're supposed to get into that, is because everything you see on social media isn't real either. Ooh. So just like on these dating sites, people, you know, you're like Monet said, you get catfish, right. things like that. It, everything on social media isn't real either. Mm. People are going to put their best foot mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Always. Nobody uh-huh. posts the losses. They only post exactly. the W's. That's something I've learned mm-hmm. uh, through the years. I hate, and I mean capital H-A-T-E. I put that on Facebook like a couple of days ago. I hate the term relationship goals. You cannot look at a picture of somebody on Facebook and be like, that's goals. Yep. You don't know what happened exactly. 10 days, 10 That's hours, right. 10 minutes That's before right. that picture was taken. That's I right. hate the term relationship goals. Mm-hmm. I don't like it because I feel like relationships are different. Everybody's yep. relationship yep. is different. Some yep. things that happen, that work for somebody else may not work for That's you. Right. I do not like that term, and That's I'm right. glad you said that because what people post on Facebook or social media isn't always the best of their authentic self That's either. right. Comparisons is a, is an issue. That Comparison can be the thief of joy. Right. I heard that. You know, when you talked about issues within with couples, mm-hmm. comparisons is big too because you want your partner to treat you like this person's partner treat them, but you only see what they want you to what see. What they want you and to see. And you're not always trying to deceive people. So, I mean... I mm. love me. I take right. selfies almost every day. I take, you know, right. but only the best ones. I'm going to go on my face. Exactly. <laughs> and Absolutely. I'm not trying to deceive anybody, right? But I'm when not going to post a picture of me looking looking wild exactly. out here. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So does it mean I don't take ugly pictures? Yeah, I got some that are, but you know, that's mm-hmm. not the best. Mm-hmm. You know, but you only going to see my best. And so, oh, yeah, comparison. Compa- so when you talk about online dating and social media, oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. And we got into it. Thoughts on social media. <laughs> Does it play a role? Oh, yeah. Does it really? Social media tests the gangster of your relationship for real. She just said the gangster. I, I just did. want y'all to know. Mm-hmm. She I just did. put that at the... I, I just want you to know why she coming. <laughs> so that way, you won't try in these streets. <laughs> you heard it here first. It's some gangster. See, and see, that's me. I, you know... I understand. People, no, 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 people no, 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 misunderstand. No, no. They think, oh, she's sweet and she's, she can be well-spoken. Everybody got a little gangster in them but somewhere. But I can be gangster too, Thank y'all. you. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so it brings out the gangster. Explain. <laughs> if you are not whole, you know, mm. We talk about those holes and stuff mm-hmm. that, that life leaves in us. If you are not whole, trying to date and be involved and be in a relationship with somebody social media will bring out the worst in you because you are scrutinizing this person liked that picture, that person commented on that. Mm. But did did you really like this? Did you you know? And it trust issues. You want to know why he or she won't give you their password or. Uh, we turn into investigators. Mm-hmm. You know, we know how many times such and such liked your, liked you your know? picture, heart <laughs> your picture. I, I've been through it. And I it's based on your own insecurities. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, but also, a story that I tell sometimes about me and my husband, when we, we dated a while before we became social media famous, we just wanted to enjoy that bit of our relationship privately, privately. by ourselves. 
But once we became what I say is is uh, social, social media, media famous, famous. Um, he didn't post. He he would post pictures of me if we're out together. He didn't write a lot. He didn't say a lot. You know, this is my woman. Blah blah blah. And the insecurity in me at the time was like, oh, what's going on? Is there somebody on his page that he, right, don't you know, want, he don't want, you know, my face was there. Right. You know, we even changed our relationship status at one right. point. But the insecurity in me was like, well, he, why he not mm-hmm. talking about me? Like, remember I said comparisons, like this person is talking about his woman or whatever. And it turned out it had nothing to do with me. It just had to do with his use of... Social media, he he often says that you know he can't put his words together and find the words and you know just whatever. Sometimes he's not a wordsmith. Like exactly, he doesn't know exactly how to express it. But the thing is, that's that's something that we all go through. Mm -hmm. I feel like we all go through. Me, like I said, being thirty one, I deal with that on an everyday basis. As far as like looking at social media, Mm -hmm. and and it's not even just relationship. It's why why am I not living like this mm-hmm. or, or this person got it all together and mm-hmm. I don't those mm-hmm. type of things and those type of fears creep into your mind um social media does it play as big a role as I think it plays because I think it plays a huge role I think it can if you allow it right yeah. I think that if you feed into it mm-hmm. it definitely can I mean you know it has you know I call them the creepers the distractions mm-hmm. they'll come hit the inbox you know mm-hmm. knowing you married or knowing mm-hmm. that um you're in a relationship, and if you play into it, then it can definitely affect. Mm-hmm. Setting boundaries is everything, mm-hmm. you know. But um, it also, you know, if you're going through a rough patch in marriage or a relationship, and you, like you said, you see the good, you see the good side. Right. Like, I wish I had that, or that's my goal, or why come we can't be like that? Right. And gets you in your feelings and right. you know, right. be all emotional. So um, it allows, because we're human, we we, we all have. Uh, emotions. So if you allow it to engage or feed into, it definitely will mm-hmm. play a part. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media is such a blessing and a curse. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's such a blessing and a curse. Yeah. It can be such a blessing as far as like growing and mm-hmm. um, promoting yourself or your business mm-hmm. or uh, just catching up with friends mm-hmm. that you haven't seen or just something fun to do to right. keep your mind off everything that's going right. on. But right. it can be a such a curse when you get into like I said, like I said earlier, comparison can be the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. I heard that I read that in a quote somewhere and I've always thought that like when you're comparing what you're doing to somebody else, you automatically go, I'm not doing mm-hmm. enough. And I had to catch myself when I first started this and I was like okay, I see this podcast or this influencer and this and this and that and my stuff isn't growing or, or nowhere near there. And I'm like, okay, take a step back. You found your passion. Mm-hmm. You found mm-hmm. what you want to do. You love doing it. Everything else is going to come when it's supposed That's to right. come. That's but right. the blessing of finding a passion, something that you love doing, is such a blessing and you have to be thankful for that. That's so right. every time I catch myself into that mm-hmm. This person, that person, I'm like, okay, I have what I love to do. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. And I feel incredible. I, I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm on my way and on my path to being where I'm supposed to be. And you're so, not destined to be like them. Right. Not, you know, God yeah. created you to be Kenneth. Come on Nobody now. else can be Kenneth. And so, 
pod, a podcast is a podcast. Not really. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so, yeah, when you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you're not meant to be like them. Mm. See, this is a therapy session for me. <laughs> this is what this is. Like, this is not only to help y'all out there. This is for me because I'm learning and I'm um, definitely taking notes. Gender roles. Mm. It's something that I wanted to get into. I I don't even think I sent it, and I should have sent it. I'm sorry. This is something um, that is definitely that's popping up. Um, when we look at gender roles, as far as men should be the provider, women should, you know, I don't think we're expecting women to stay at home and, and just cook and clean anymore. But definitely, you know, the submissive and and, and take a back seat sort of kind of to the man. Are those gender roles still relevant in 2022? Not, I, yeah, go ahead. I think it depends on the household. Uh-huh. Um, I, I feel it should be 50-50. Yeah. I, mean, I grew up in a single-parent household mm-hmm. where mom took care of everything. Um, and so, of course, growing up, that was learned for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Because... I'm the oldest girl, so I had to help mom take care of a lot of things. But I think sharing, I think working together, that's part of the we and not the I. Mm -hmm. Um, That we're able to come in together and work together on the things. Now, there's certain things that maybe, you know, I can do Mm -hmm. better than my husband Mm -hmm. or that he can do better than me, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and, and that's fine, but I think that it should be shared however uh, different what works for your household is what I feel that's best. Right. I've always said that. Yeah. I've always said that goes back to relationship goals. And I'm like, what works for some mm-hmm. people won't work for you. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what's going to work between you and mm-hmm. whoever you're that's with. Right. Uh, are right. you feeling the same way? That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't, you know, to me, there are no gender roles. It's just whatever works. Right. For your family. I know people where the, the male does all the cooking. Because he does it better than, than woman, you know, right. he loves it. He does it better. I see where, you know, I mean, there are women who can, uh, who who are like good around the house with as far as the, being a handyman and, and fixing right, right. and repairing and things like that. Um, I think it just, it, it depends on the what couple. What y'all said, it depends on the couple and there is no right or wrong to it. It definitely depends on the couple. Um, and like you said, women are independent or more yeah. independent. We're not living, not I won't even go way back. We're not living in the 90s anymore, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. We are mm-hmm. in the, to it, this is 2022. Mm-hmm. And things have changed. The world has changed. So how we look at relationship has to kind of change as well. Um, I think there's some things that you you want to hold on to mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, like you said, sharing and, and being compassionate mm-hmm. for your loved one. But as far as like, like I said, women taking a backseat, men taking the lead, or either way, some of these things have to kind of fall by the wayside and we have to go into a new year and new way of looking at relationships. That's one thing though that I personally, and this is just Shantae's yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, opinion, is that there's some things that should not change. And so right. I wanted to, to hit just briefly on what you talked about being submissive and, mm-hmm. and all of that. If you are a believer in Christ, if you are a follower of God, then there is a certain hierarchy that we should follow regardless right. as to what year, what decade we're in. Right, right, And right. so if you're following the word of God, then the husband is the head of the household. 
-hmm. The problem is people don't understand the word submission. People think that a woman being submissive to a man is a woman being weaker than the man. And that is not the case at all. I am submissive to my husband, but I'm also extremely independent. Mm -hmm. So in order to be submissive, I have to willingly let him be the head of our household. It's mm-hmm. not that he's more powerful or more capable. It has nothing to do with who earns the most money, you know, mm-hmm. on their jobs or whatever. It's just we submit to God. Right. You know, we choose to submit to God. I choose to submit to my husband. And so what that looks like is if if I'm making decisions, I make sure I get his input on those decisions. Right. I, this is what I'd like to do. Do you have anything scheduled this day? What are your thoughts? And blah, blah, blah. Right. It's not that I can't make my own decision. Right. But I I yield to his right. headship in our household. And that's a lot of the couple issues is everybody wants to be the boss. Right. And everybody can't be the boss. Everybody Somebody can't be the boss. Somebody has to be the Somebody, boss. Too many but the, the cheats and nothing Right. The, and right. the thing about that, like you just said, and in that aspect... The man has to be submissive to his wife as well. Whatever I'm doing, got to get checked. Got to get checked by my wife or whoever I'm with. I would much rather be the wife to be submissive because the man is supposed to die for me. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. The man is supposed to be submissive to God. Right. Uh-huh. And if you follow the hierarchy, he's submissive to God right. and makes the wife submissive to you. Right. Come on. When we come into a lot of concerns is that the man is not submissive to God. Right. right. And that's why the building blocks are all scattered. Yep. This only goes on for an hour. We got 40, we okay, 44 we'll, minutes. We'll cut it off. No, I got to get with y'all. I'm going to link with y'all again. We got to get a part two of this conversation. I really want to get into it before I get out of here with y'all. Um, Monogamy and polygamy. Uh, <laughs> I can't see myself personally talking to more than one person as far as being exclusive with more than one person at a, at a time. But these are the norms. Like, people have many different boyfriends, many different girlfriends. Um, do y'all run into people like that? Uh, or, or is that something that is... Um, do y'all feel like that is something that is new and it works for some people? No, it's not new. It's just more acceptable now. There you go. And I feel like people don't like to deal with the hard things. Mm. People don't like, no, people don't like commitment. They want to be able to bail when things get hard. And I think Mm -hmm. that's why it's more acceptable. So if I'm dating you and it goes back to what we said earlier about you not being able to fill all those holes. Well, I don't get everything I need for you, so I'm going to pull this person in. Because there's still some things I like about right, you. Right, right. We don't want to deal with the hard stuff. We don't want to grow together. You said no to me. Okay, that's all right. Here, I need you to do, you know, right. X, Y, Z. And this this flesh, the, the enemy is just... Busy. He is, and we are so busy trying to please this flesh that we don't realize how much it's costing our souls. Mm. And so it is not new; it's just acceptable. Now it's you just, don't have to hide it. You can. It has a name. You right. Know, you got monogamy. People always knew monogamy, and and but now you got all the 
polyamory and all, you know. It's, yeah, it's, that's you what know, I'm saying. That's you got polyamory. Like, I, I never heard of it. Like I said, I watched Red Table Talk and they did an episode about it. And I was like, oh, so this is a thing? Like, you could actually have, I got a boyfriend over here. Uh-huh. I got a girlfriend over, over here. Husband over here. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely know everything that's going on. And nowadays, they all live in the same house together. Yo, and, and, and they show it on TV. Uh-huh. It blew my mind. And whatever flush about you do your thing, like, that's, that's never, uh, it's never coming from a judgmental standpoint. But it was like, it blew me because mm-hmm. I had never heard of this mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, is it something... What what question am I trying to ask here? Is it do you feel like that's something that could work for 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 people? I me personally, my opinion, <laughs> I don't. Um, I, again, because I have too many, you know, potholes that I'm trying to make into one. Right. And each of them, if you think about the blocks of trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together, and this side don't match this side, and I'm mm-hmm. just trying to make it shape. I have a bunch of scattered pieces. Right. And I'm trying to make it into one and it just won't fit. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's a piece of you I like. There's a piece mm-hmm. of you I like. There's a piece of you I like. But all that's not going to get together. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fit together. So, I'm trying to make this plug uh, fit and it's just not fitting. So, me personally, I don't. I don't think. Mm-hmm. In this world, because of my faith background. And right, place, right, right. You're designated for one person. Right. And that one person is for... For you. That's why I said I, I could never see my I could never see myself doing it because I've always felt like I wanted to be even when I was like to the person of I didn't even believe in love. It was never to the point to where I want to marry somebody mm-hmm. and date somebody and do it was mm-hmm. never to that point. Um, I think I heard like I said, Kurt Franklin was saying, and and this goes into soul ties as far mm-hmm. as like when you're. Anytime you're sleeping with somebody, that's another mm-hmm. soul tied to mm-hmm. you. So if I sleep with this person and this person and this person and this person and all these souls are tied to me, when I actually meet the person I'm supposed to be with, I'm mm-hmm. four, five, six, seven different people. And you expect this person to come in and be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want to be with you. But you're not even you. Mm-hmm. You are everybody mm-hmm. who you've had in your past. Mm-hmm. And that struck with me because I'm Mm -hmm. like oh wow okay Mm -hmm. so that's how I had to start looking at it and like you said dating with a purpose Mm -hmm. dating with a purpose the Mm -hmm. casual thing for me isn't something that I want anymore I want something real so if we're not even trying to get to that point what am I here for exactly you're not for me what am I here for and 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 that's okay that's okay and like I said if you if if y'all dating Marrying and dating and and have an open relate that's fine. Whatever works for you works for you. Um, it ain't for me, right? Me but <laughs> but definitely something to think about. I gotta thank both of you for being a part of this episode. Um, you, of course, for allowing me in your home again. I got groceries when I come back. Because like I said, we got to get a part. We got to get part two because it's so many gems that you guys dropped. And I got to thank you as well. Shout out to you guys as companies and your your brands. And, and that way these people can know where to find all this good information. So, Monet Smith, Healing Deep Roots Counseling. You can find me online at www.healingdeeprootscounseling.org. Shantology Speaks, you can find me at www.shantologyspeaks.org. 
I'm also on Facebook as Sean Speaks, C-H-A-U-N Speaks. I'm on Instagram at Shantology Speaks. Hit me up. I'd love to be friends. We, I'm going to hit you up as soon as I leave here. <laughs> because not only are you dropping gems, not only are you hooking up couples that are visually behaved, <laughs> you can sing. I, like, triple threat. Listen here, people. I told you I just met a friend for life. So, uh, this good information can be found by both of these amazing ladies, like I said, on Facebook. Uh, you can go to their websites. Make sure you get this information. Make sure you continue to tap in with me as well. We're going to have some more amazing conversations. Conversations, and I may make a visit back here a third time. Who knows? I kind of know the way here now. Like that's, <laughs> that's the thing. I kind of know the way here. So, uh, again, continue to tap in with me. Continue to check Facebook, Instagram. Kenneth Hall Jr. is the name. I have these links up every single week. That way you can get this amazing information. And as I always say at the end of every episode, when you feel that fear, you feel that doubt, you got to throw that fear to the side, and you got to let faith be your guide. I'm going to holler at y'all next time. Peace.